buddy, it's recording. Okay. <laughs> I've got the red dot going. Okay. Uh, yeah, so for those of you that don't know, we had a little audio mix-up two weeks ago because uh, we didn't pod last week. But for whatever reason, Colin and his vast inputs, uh, we had the wrong input selected. So little audio audio differences. Had to go back to using Zoom. Sorry if it sounded like Colin was a robot. Vast, vast inputs. <laughs> well, look at your background. Nice. You've got audio devices everywhere. And uh, yeah, today we- I do think it is probably, you know, it sounds good down here now that I got the uh, the sound proofing stuff up or not proofing, but the sound dampening shit up there. But uh, yeah, my shit is a mess of fucking chords. And as I mean, right before this, we you were like, there's a hum, blah, blah, blah. And I looked and not only did I have a bunch of chords just laying on top of each other, but one of the other channels on my multi-channel uh, uh, USB interface was on with my guitar cable just laying on the floor, probably touching the metal stool. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta buy some, you gotta buy, uh, more expensive cables, man. You gotta buy some shielded cables. Can't be buying those fucking Proco $4 cables, Colin. Dude, I, I mean, my fucking studio monitors are these giant ass old speakers that I found on the curb. But, and I looked up the brand there. It's like acoustic. I think we talked about this like a while ago. Uh, but I looked up the brand and it's acoustic, not like acoustic, right? Like, right. like the vintage cabs and. Oh, amps. see, that's I, that's what I thought it was. No, this is fucking. I looked it up. There's a there's a handful of these brand names, and they're literally called parking lot speakers <laughs> because they're what uh, independent vendors would sell, like at at in parking lots at like truck stops and stuff like that. Really? And there's like a handful of brands and. And the funny thing is, is like the they are cheap. They're cheap. They feel really cheap. They look really cheap. They don't sound terrible. Like I di- I got them dialed in pretty good. They don't sound terrible. But now I'm I keep thinking like I keep reading shit like uh like somebody was posting on Twitter about like they moved their desk in their studio one foot and it oh yeah yeah. Like, that was uh that was on one of Noxus threads. Yeah. And I'm just like 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 part of me stupidly, I don't even know what to look for to go, oh my low end's out of phase. Like I don't even know what to look for. You know right. what I mean? So like what if everything I've ever done is out of phase and nobody has ever had the heart to tell me that it sounds like shit because of that. Well, you have to think you were mixing your stuff, but you're not mastering it. So like when the mastering process happens, they look at the, I don't know what the thing's called, not a spectrograph. That's like image stuff, but some kind of audio spectrum thing. And they look where, you know, frequencies peak and they pull them out. Um, (laughs) Sounds so stupid right now. We sound I don't, I don't. I sound really stupid. I I sound really stupid. And you sound like a little bit smarter than me but this is we this is a comp this is way above our heads i could tell this oh whole yeah is. you should you know what anybody who knows anything about audio or anything if they looked at what i do to get the podcast to even sound remotely good they'd look at my shit like dude this guy has seven plugins on here and all i did was try and raise the volume really i just wanted to like raise the volume and like <laughs> take a little bit of like the muffling out and shit like that so i, I just you know i just fucked with it until it sounded decent. Um, but what you were saying was you don't have studio monitors. And like the thing with studio monitors is they're flat response. So like it allows you to dial it in, right? It's not, you're not hearing the speaker's natural, you know, whatever and compensating for your speaker. You have a flat response. Uh, and I will say the one good thing about these speakers, 
these shitty ass speakers is there's a 10 inch. Uh, I'm going to call that 12 inch woofer. I'll have to measure it later. I think it's a 12 er. Uh, and then 12 er, 12 er. I was going to let you slide on that, but, and then there's, and then there's like two mids. Like there's one of them could probably be considered a tweeter. It's about, it's about four inches and then one's about six inches but there's a hole and above the hole there are there's a high and a mid-range knob so i really can dial it to a point where it's pretty where it's pretty flat so did you ever record any music with bobby over at paper tiger uh a lot of music okay yeah so then you are aware that dude had like really nice monitors and then he had a couple other sets of just regular speakers. And yep. he was always a big advocate. He'd say like, yeah, once you think you got it to a good spot, listen to it on different speakers. Cause you want to hear how it sounds. So like, oh, that's something that always stuck with me. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. You know, if you yeah. know how those speakers sound <laughs> and you've listened to music on those speakers, as well as a vast, you know, let's say you've got an album and you really know this album and you've heard it on several different systems. You kind of have an idea of what those speakers yeah, for sure. would sound like. So I it like I and you after a while of kind of doing that, um, you can also tell, you know, you get to know the each of those systems that you tested on. You get to know uh, what to look for, you know, what yeah. the red flags are. You know what I mean? So like like with the human law stuff, I everything was like, OK, I got it. I got it sounding good. Um, in my headphones. Okay. And then it was, okay. Does it sound good through these shitty things? Well, no, I didn't have these up here yet. Does it sound good through my, uh, the Apple old, the old hi-fi Apple hi-fi thing, which sounds mm. really good, but I know that that thing has barely any low end. Right. So there it's like, it's like, uh, if I got, if I got a lot of low end in that, it's going to, everything else is going to, it's going to sound like shit. You've got, you've, you've got your own mastering process. Like it's a, yeah. it's a, it's like an analog mastering process. Yeah. And, and like, then if I go and then I, I'll pop it on Google drive, you know, I'll pop that threes on Google drive and I'll go sit in the Subaru. The Subaru has got a really good sound system. It sounds really nice in there. And in there it's like, if it's like, if the mid is hitting really hard or if the low is hitting really hard, I know it's a little too much because it already compensates a bit for that you know, to push it up, up to the front. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's just like, it's really interesting. And it, that you decided it stuck with you from Bobby. For me, it was when Symphony and Peril recorded our first record. We recorded it up with Doug White up in Buffalo, New York. He did like, every time I die is burial plot, bidding war EP. Mm. Um, and he did like the buried alive record, like, uh, uh, blanking on the name all of a sudden god damn it now i feel like an idiot uh the buried alive's big victory record that that everybody loves i can't the name is escaping me um he did that anyway old hardcore producer right and uh he had basically on his wall you know he had all he had like all of the fucking rack units and stuff all of his compressors and eqs and all that shit and then in the rack unit he had like a shitty alarm clock radio and like a shitty boom box, like sitting in the, in uh-huh. the rack. And then, then like a, like a fucking array of buttons. Like they have it like best buy to test different speaker systems. 
yeah. and he would just play the mix on the studio monitors, have it going, and then he'd look over and he'd go, and then you'd hear what it sounds like in the clock radio. Oh, you hear what it sounds like in the boom yeah. box. Oh, you hear what it sounds like in the Walkman or whatever. Yeah, like fucking Walkman. Such a cool idea. Such a cool idea to yeah. just like have like an array of buttons and you could just turn them on and off like that. Yeah, I've I've done. Yeah, and they make they make switchers like that. I mean, that's pretty common in the even in the modern. You know, when you have several different studio speakers, like people have little switchers and switch. But I've done something Again, I'm very like, stupid I'll, on this stuff. So I'll get it sound. I'll getting. I'll get something sounding pretty good on my monitors. And uh, I do the same thing. I throw it on Google Drive, listen to it in the car, shit like that. So I just um, realized, is this the first week that you've been talking through the Britney Spears mic? I'm actually not talking through that. I'm talking through oh, oh, this oh, mic oh. here, my same oh, mic that oh, I always okay. use. Okay. <laughs> no, the Britney Spears mic. That's hilarious. Um, the only reason I'm using this headset is because I haven't one up there with a cord. I was too lazy to get it and plug it in. I see. So I see. these are wireless. I just popped them on real quick. It happens to have a mic it's my gaming headset but it's not coming through there i feel like everything in you is is why would you go to the british no is, why is would fighting you the urge to slam mountain dews and call me some gay slur me right oh because i've got the, the gamer headset no no come on now come on uh i'm just i'm just like i'm offended that you went to britney spears instead of seven dust like why why isn't uh, this like the seven dust drummer headset well okay because, yeah i know uh, okay but because I feel like of the pop stars who were dancers and singers, Britney Spears was always the one that like had the biggest fucking thing, mic thing. And it was never like a, you know, one of those trying to be hidden ones and stuff like that. So then I think it stuck with me because uh, my pastor uh, he ended up when I was in high school, ended up becoming like a really famous Christian author and pastor. Um, he, uh, there was a point where he switched from the one pinned on his shirt microphone to the the, just the little, uh, like the little clear guys, like the Ted talk guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember him like in a sermon saying, joking about it, saying that he switched to the Britney Spears mic. Because oh. I, I was in high school, you know, it, it was it was like when Britney Spears was really popular. So I think that might be why I say that. I think I because I just by nature call them Britney Spears mics. Just yeah, anybody. it's it's weird how like little things like that just stick with you forever. Um, yeah. Something that stuck with me forever is the fact that I always felt her eyes were too far apart. <laughs> I'm serious. You know how like snakes like you got one that eye on each side. <laughs> one eyeball is like on each side of their head that's always how i felt with Brittany. oh boy i don't know i've never thought of that before dude uh, i feel like they're far dude. <laughs> <laughs> i did not expect that one my bad uh keeping oh, you on your geez. toes like you normally keep me on my toes with all your names but i notice your name is very boring today it just says colin simula <laughs> what's what's the deal, Colin? Why isn't it like because, fucking true American patriot, bald eagle, seventeen seventy six, or hardcore you know, mosh warrior? I find that shit really funny, but like this is twice now that Zoom has saved my display name and hasn't told hasn't like I just wish that every time you signed in, it it said like anytime you open Zoom from a link like in a meeting invite, mm. I, I wish that it would say immediately say here's your dis- what do you want your display name to be that should be mm. a, a a major i think it's a huge ux issue that it doesn't 
do that. That's, and it does when you log in, when you log in, for sure. If I open the Zoom app and I log in, which I do once a week, maybe. Other than that, then it's just logged in. And uh, when you log in, it tells it, it gives you the option to type your name. That's when I always type that shit, you know. And yeah. But then I join a client meeting the second time in a row now, join a client meeting. And as soon as I see my dumb face pop up on the screen in the meeting, I see it says at true Patriot bald Eagle 1776. <laughs> and I like scramble to change that shit as fast as I can before the client gets on or sees it. And uh, I know I should just own it and laugh about it, but it's so embarrassing to me to just do that. And uh, <laughs> and I'm just glad I wasn't like from the week prior and and, and be poser X killer. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So a couple things that I'm going to point out about that conversation. So you're one, about to you're... shit all over me. No, you're about no, to no, shit no. all over. I'm it. not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna challenge. I'm gonna challenge you to think about it. Uh. So one, you're a UX designer. And so a statement like that's a major UX issue that, that holds some weight, like coming from you as a it, it professional, does. right? But wow, think about like it from, it does. no, no, think about it from like a user perspective. Like think about your actual use case. Do you think that everyone using Zoom is changing their name daily or would the majority of users actually benefit from not having to be asked every single time? You make a very good point. Therefore, my and I feel like if if I, I know where you're this going with this. users, and this is where I'm pushing this with you. users, if I tested this with users, I would hear that. Like, no, I don't make a funny joke name every time. Like you, you weirdo, and I like I want to set it once and not have to worry about it. Set it and forget so, it. So there should be a little checkbox that says, "Tell me every time." Or whatever yeah, you want. Some to kind of say. setting, something in the settings where yes. it's like an ask every time. Because I know that mine, one thing mine does is uh, every time I join, there's an interim screen where I can see a preview of the camera and then I have to choose to join with video or join without video. Yeah. And there's also a setting in there that is, uh, you can check or uncheck or, or toggle on and off rather um, to join auto muted or not. And I always join muted because. No fucking telling. Oh, like absolutely. What's, yeah, what's going on? Uh, I, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to a trivial thing here really quick. Just a trivial side note. We'll call yeah. this a trivial side note. Uh, we are fucking nearly one year into working from home, pretty much exclusively. My fucking god! Why does one person have to be told either to please mute or you're muted every <laughs> fucking meeting man you're preaching to the choir get it together people. so something i've noticed with zoom too is it like do you know what ducking is like taking one frequency out to allow another to shine kind of like like when you duck certain things yeah. it's it's like okay so it's big in audio production but i've noticed that it also happens in zoom like if they're, and I don't know how it prioritizes things because sometimes someone will just start typing and the person talking directly into like a mic all of a sudden is like not there anymore. It's just the typing. I, I don't, it doesn't blend to the audio at all. It it's just got, prioritizes. There's got to be certain, yeah, there's got to be certain frequencies that just kind of like it can't grit, get a handle on. And I do think like certain people with clickety clack keyboards, this those guy. things come through so hard. Yeah. So, uh, I actually, I actually bought, I don't know how many times I've said this on the podcast, but I bought another keyboard. Um, 
because I have an ultra clickety. I, I have the clickiest of the clackiest. Like it's the Cherry MX Blue switches, and that's total like. You know how you love records and you know boutique things. There's a whole industry. There's like a whole keyboard, you know, oh, underground. Our boy, our boy Deshaun, very yeah, do it. Nice shout so out to Deshaun. Then that that dude has showed me some very cool keyboards. Yeah, so I have another one now. Uh, I'm looking for. I'm like on this search to find the perfect keyboard. Right. So I've had them with like red switches, blue switches. I love typing on blue switch keyboards, but they are by far the loudest of any keyboard. And it's nearly impossible to have that and not be on mute. Like I even, even if you just like start to slowly press the key, as soon as it like actuates, it's like, <laughs> it has a, it has a click. It's the, it's the noticeable click. Um, and then so just recently, I got one with brown switches, which gives you the the tactile like bump, the kind of feel of a click, but you don't necessarily hear the click, but it's still mechanical. And then it has sound dampeners on each key. So if you hit it kind of too hard, it helps dampen the sound. I think I found my perfect keyboard as far as switches go. And then there's different sizes. Really? Uh, bro so there's full size which is like 108 key that's like the one that oh 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 size not like key size no no not key size and then there's you know there's keyboards all the way down to i don't know if you can see this one that i have i'm holding yeah no no i okay no i know that i understand that part yeah this one's a 65 percent so i have a 60 percent 65 percent there's a 40 percent which is like fucking tiny i don't even understand that one so so those ones the keys are at least narrower they're not. Uh, they just they remove keys. So like, there's a TKL ten keyless, which just doesn't have the ten keys on the side, the number pad. Yes. Then there's a sixty percent, which is missing the number pad and the whole section after that. That's like home, delete, arrows, scroll up, oh. all that. And then no F keys at the top. So then you're getting even smaller. So that's a sixty percent. A sixty-five is basically that, but it has I one see. extra row of keys on the right, and it has the arrows kind of like nestled in. So then the 40% would be like literally from shift key to shift key. Yeah. Like, no, no that's a 60%. I don't even oh. think that a 40% has some of that shit. Like it's missing even some more because that one's really, really set up for gaming and you only need a handful of keys for gaming. I get it. I got it. So yeah, it makes sense. It's not a, it's not uh, a utilitarian thing. While we're talking, to, I didn't put this on the list to talk about while we're talking about technology. So we got that Oculus Quest. Oh, shit. And uh, I told you about the whole thing with the yeah. Wife, you had to right? take it back or something, right? Because yeah. you got the new one though, right? With that, that yeah, so requires nothing to it's pair with it. Yeah, it's standalone. And um, that shit, dude, is fucking cool. I, I gotta say, it, like, there is a very novelty aspect to it, um, where you know they. they Graphics in the games are are a little archaic. Obviously, oh yeah, you, yeah. you got to have the speed, you know. So like, you know, graphics are a little archaic. Uh, a lot of the gameplay is like is a little bit uh, rudimentary. Rudimentary is the word I'm looking for, and uh, stuff like that. But it's just my god, that the, they got the technology right. Like, yeah, motion sickness. It doesn't make me sick. Uh, yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Like it, it 
you know, we as UX and UI designers, um, like those of us who I came up in, in visual design, we didn't call it visual design back then. It was just, I was a digital or I was a web designer and a print print designer and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, those of us who, you know, uh, were a little bit, you know, came from that era, you know, especially when Flash was going really hard, which rest in peace, Flash player. Gone, <laughs> not forgotten. Get out of here, Flash player. Um, um, but, uh, <laughs> no, we used to ta- always talk about how inspiring interfaces layered interfaces like you saw in in minority report and um iron man and stuff like that you know where these it was shit floating in the air with 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 depth and layers and stuff like that we used to always try to i designed a whole website for a event planning company uh that had this kind of interface that was 3d and kept going back and back and back and it was really cool um to just like get in a thing that i got that I got my kids for Christmas, like put that thing on my head and then have like this Iron Man style fucking floating menu with like nested shit behind it. That's really fast and feels like it's like it's really hanging in front of me. Oh yeah. The technology is just so awesome. No, I fucking agree. I, you'll have to, you have to let me know like some good games. Cause honestly, I'm still, I'm still probably going to get one. Um, The first time I, Messed around with one was at a, uh, it was like a birthday party. And it was at this place in Ohio that was like a retro game store. They had laser tag as well. And then they also had an area with a couple different Oculus set up and you could like pay by the minute or something, 20 minutes for whatever. Um, and I did it and I played some fucking like zombie game where you had to like, you know, kill zombies and, you know, your one hand was like a flashlight and you could like flashlight around and find people and one hand was a gun. It was, it was so immersive and cool. I actually didn't even care that the graphics were like kind of a step back and a little blocky. Yeah. You don't care because of the immersive factor of it. Right. It's so fun. Um, you'll, I, I, I'm curious to know if it's a novelty though. Like, did I love it because it was something new and like how much use will I actually get out of it if I bought one for home? So yeah, see, I'm going to follow up think- with you. Yeah, that's the thing. We've had it for two weeks now, and I feel like Miles has still pretty actively used it. Uh, Novelty wore off pretty quick with Rowan, um, but Miles still. Uh, but I think once we get that, because we, we, we're we going to get the Oculus Link cable or whatever, so they can still like, can try the Roblox thing on it and stuff like that. You got to have a special app. Oh, to, okay. I, did, I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, that was why they originally wanted the Rift, because it was only available to play natively on that because it's your computer. It's your PC that's powering the rift. Got it. Where the Oculus quest is powered by itself. Um, so anyway, it, it's, it's just really cool. It's like, I like the possibilities of it feel bigger than a novelty to me. You know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely. And, and like, for instance, so it picks up on the sensors. There's a mode, I don't know if you've seen it, it's called pass-through, where it picks up on the sensors, oh, yeah, basically yeah. shows you your environment, yep. but it's it but it's through its weird light sensors, so it's not it's it's computer generated basically. Yeah. And uh it's also crazy. I looked at my phone and I could see the invisible light that it's shining on my face to do the face ID through no that. Shit. 
Yeah, because it's looking at a different frequency of light than I am. Uh, you know what I mean? With those sensors. And uh like if you look at like a lamp or something like that, it's like it looks like a fucking glowing orb in the room. It's crazy. But um uh what's cool is you like you set up your boundary or whatever, and if you and you're in the environment in the game, and then if you poke your head through that boundary, it's like pulling your head through a wall and you see into your living room and stuff. It's just so crazy. It's just so crazy. It like I sound old. I sound like a boomer that's just like absolutely blown away by it. not boomer. Sorry. Somebody older than me. I'm trying not to be me. Be ageist. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's so cool. It, the novelty hasn't worn off on me. Yeah. We bought that plank game, you know, where you step out on the plank at the top of the thing, at the top of the building. And that shit makes your heart sink. Dude. Well, you feel it. It, it would and, for me anyway, because I have extreme fear of heights and well then there's like a mode in that too that's called superhero academy you can free fly with jetpack hands like iron man this shit is so cool um man you're really selling me on it but the thing that was the craziest thing about i never i never even thought about this but i put with well, the first time i put it on it was like i can't get this thing to not be blurry and then i realized it was literally tricking my brain into thinking things are far away Therefore, I still had to have my glasses on, even though it was directly in front of my face. It's oh, still, I, it's I like had to keep the, my glasses. Field of vision? Yes. Or depth it, of field? It, oh, wow. It tricks your brain into, it, it was tricking my brain into thinking things were beyond where I can see. So what I had the- my glasses, there's a, and there's like a little spacer thing that, that comes with it to make it a little bit deeper so you can keep your glasses on. And, uh, yeah. I I never even thought about that. Like that ma- that made no sense to me. Like there's a cool thing. I'm this last thing I'm gonna say. There's this one cool app that's like these immersive animations, and I guess they were like originally like test stuff that uh, face like back in the day when Facebook first started this process project, like like when they were first getting into VR. And um, there's these immersive animations that are just these. They're like low polygon. Uh, stylized cool things but then you go in it and you're just in it there's no interaction there's yeah. just animated stuff but then in, in your hand in the game you have like a like a tablet and you could tap different views on it and like it'll take one that's like you're really high up above the scene and there's one that's like you're in the scene in a certain spot but then there's this one that a lot of them have like there's this one where there's these like spaceships floating around and all of a sudden, it was like this other view was as if I was like giant, and the spaceship's floating right here in front of my face, and I could like look at it up close, like from all different angles, like walk around. Oh, dude, it's just so cool! It's so cool. All right, all right, I'm I'm going to BestBuy.com after this and <laughs> and, do, and doing some doing a deeper dive. Oh boy! Oh my god! Um, you know, you started to talk about trivial things earlier, and I know that you got more on here, so I'm just going to move that to the uh, the bottom of the list, and we'll do uh, trivial at the end like we normally do. Um, what do you want to talk about, Colin? You got so much. I mean, let's let's address why we didn't pod last week. A failure. Just a failure. Failure on my <laughs> my half. I just got too busy, and before I knew it, I was like, uh, well, here's the thing. We, we had planned to go. Oh, yeah, you were going to go to, what's it called? It's called Barazona. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say it out loud. Yeah. Uh, we were planning to go to that. Um, and miscommunication, you know, we thought it was way closer than it was. Um, so we kind of planned. near our... close to the Grand Canyon. Right. Yeah. So we it started like planning... it was like an hour away or something. 
that's what I, that's what I thought. Um, and I thought that because that's what my wife said. She said it's like an hour away. So we kind of like planned the day and, um, around, you know, driving there, driving back, we made sure to like do it after Eloise's nap and like we had food, like the, the, we just planned the whole day accordingly and literally got in the car in the driveway and I was waiting on, uh, my wife to come out. And I was like, I don't really know where we're going. Let me just type in ways and just type in Arizona and see what happens. And it came out, it was like, you know, 150 miles away. And I was like, that can't be the, that can't be the right one. Like I haven't even clicked on it yet to see what the time it takes to get there, but there's no way that this one for 150 miles away is the right one. So I'll just wait. Yeah. And then, you know, she's, she's not out yet. And then I was like, all right, let me just click on that one and see how long that one takes. Clicked on it three hours. I'm like, God damn. So three hours there. And then what we spend, I, I one to two hours. I, I don't know there. And then three hours back. I'm like, holy shit. There's no way we can do this. Right. Um, but you know, we were all ready to leave the house and just, you know, the kids were excited to go in the car and stuff. So we decided, fuck it, let's just drive. Um, and we picked a city, just a, a, a random city that we had heard like good things about, which I, I don't even recall what city we went to now. Drove all the way there. Um, it was cool. Lots of, lots of great like scenes, scenic stuff. Like when you're driving through the mountains, we got to drive like yeah. through the mountains and that's the closest that they had ever been. Obviously I saw a lot of that stuff when I came in with Kyle since we drove here. So we drove through a lot of mountains, um, but that was as close as they've been really enjoyed it. And then found this great little coffee shop, pulled up to it. Motherfuckers closed early for the day. So we basically made the joke like, wow, we just, you know, drove a couple hours for, nothing because there was no we didn't get coffee and we we were like should we stop and eat you know it was like tons of diners and stuff and ultimately it was just fun to drive just go on a drive um should have did it again today honestly but we need to we need to drive uh south this time so we've been driving north my wife was like can we drive south next time like yes yeah i mean you're like you're like an hour and 45 minutes from tucson and it's fucking sweet there yeah Yep. Got to got to do more of that. And then you go through Tucson and another 35 minutes south and you get Nogales, Mexico. We we went there once and like went across and had 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 a uh, lunch. You just like just went across. I mean, was this like before like do you, did you did you always need a passport to get to Mexico? Am I tripping? Uh no, you don't you don't need a, you don't need a passport and like Tawana and that no no Gallus and okay. El Paso and so like those border towns you can like if you're an American I mean you gotta have an ID and stuff like that yeah um but but you can go across and and, and back it's probably tighter it's probably tighter now honestly yeah. with after the Trump I mean this was this was ten years ago right so. yeah that's what I thought I didn't think you always needed one I because you didn't always need one for Canada either I don't think. Um, you definitely need one for Canada now. Pretty sure. Party at the Capitol. Yeah, it turns out to <laughs> turns out uh, the bark was a little bit louder than the old bite from these keyboard warriors, eh? Well, so let's talk about it. Uh, we, you know, after the uh, insurrection at the Capitol. <laughs> um, after after that, you know, they said, "Well, boy." Inauguration is going to be crazy. 
and then you saw oh shit stirring online with the with the proud boys and all the other dickheads and uh and they're gonna they're gonna uh demonstrate armed at every capital uh, i work downtown i mean even like my office closed for four days i mean we obviously weren't yeah home. they was just saying they were just saying don't come to the office for yeah i know they boarded up a lot of shit in columbus and uh I drove through it uh, last Sunday, actually, and because because it, it was like Sunday through Sunday through Wednesday, they were saying it wasn't Sunday. I drove through it on Tuesday, and uh, I drove downtown. I just wanted to see if there was anybody demonstrating. There were zero demonstrators and more sheriffs than I've ever seen in my life. Really, you know, like with the flat with the flat hats. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and um, so, uh, yeah, I, it ended up being not so bad. Um, and I think, I, I think a lot of them were starting to say, I've, from what I hear in their online chat forums and stuff like that, were saying like calling this like a, F, the, uh, FBI honeypot kind of thing. Like I'm not going to that thing. So the feds can just arrest me for sedition or, or, or whatever. And uh, so I know there's some of that, and there was some saying, "Hey, you know, they're cracking down on us in general, so we shouldn't go do this and stuff." But uh, I don't know. It's it just it it like a lot of like a lot of people were giving a lot of people were giving Garth Brooks shit. Did you see that? Yeah, Garth Brooks was getting shit for singing at the inauguration because uh, he's a, a pretty outspoken Republican. It man, it is crazy. It is crazy to me how quickly that that subset of the party. It's not even just it's not Republicans. It's just a subset. It's a type of Republican, and it's crazy how quickly they will just turn on people. And examples are like, crazy. you know, crazy. back from back the blue to like fuck the cops, right? Yeah, that yeah. that happened awfully quick. Um, from, then you from, got from, you know. Pence is our guy to hang Mike Pence. No shit. Yeah, like it is crazy. It's like they'll ride with you as long as everything aligns. And then other words, it's just completely fuck them, it, act like they've done nothing it, for me. It is a it is a cult leader. Uh, you know, you could you could say it's a cult if, and I and I tend to agree with that. I spent I grew up in the evangelical church and it's a big thing is things to look out for. You know, things to the top 10 warning signs that this is a cult and it's just like hey guys Maybe uh, take a drink of your own medicine there and go read your own documents, you know. And yeah. uh, and uh, but it, it's like he has a cult leader like, at the very least, a cult leader like grip on the minds of his followers. Absolutely. And I said the same fucking thing when I was comparing it to like it always blew my mind that you know Heaven's Gate like could happen, right? It blew my mind that people were. I just I don't understand that how somebody can be manipulated or brainwashed into believing that there's like a spaceship behind a comet and all I have to do is cut my dick off and I can get a free ticket to this spaceship like to to physically make somebody believe these things that they're willing to like do harm to their body or just do whatever because they so staunchly believe something right and I don't even know if that's yeah. a word but they just believe it with every fiber of their being it blows my mind that that could ever be a thing. Yeah. And then we saw it, it, we saw it unfold. You know, I saw people that were not even like really, they didn't follow politics. They probably have never voted. 
and they were voting and they were outspoken and they just really, really drank into all the rhetoric that was just spewed constantly. And I, I blew my fucking mind. They don't yeah, care about crazy. anything. They don't care about facts. They only care about theories. If this person said it, it's true. It needs nothing. You need nothing to back it up. And anybody that brings facts, they'll just dismiss it as this person didn't say it, so it's, it must it's, be fake. It's it's, crazy. it's only caring about patriotism. It's really what it is. So that, you know, they're starting their own party, at least the president or ex-president. Uh, I just said the president. God, he's fine. He's gone. We have a yeah. new president. That's something that we didn't have on episode 69 was a new president. This is episode 70, by the way. Um, we never said that. Uh, but um, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, that's the big news this weekend is that Trump is threatening to start a fucking third party called the Patriot Party, basically saying to the Republicans, fuck you guys. I'll go play with my toys over here. Yeah. And you really love to see it. I'm just going to say, it. I, it, it, part of me is just kind of like, I feel really bad for our libertarian friends because they're all over there going like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Come on, guys. We've been trying to, we've been trying to do a, a somewhat conservative third anti-government third party forever now. And, uh, and, 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 but then at the same time, it's just going to, I mean, I'm sorry, conservatives, but if that happens, they're not going to lose. They're not going to win an election ever again it, because Democrats are good at, at putting their, I mean, yeah, we're good at canceling each other and infighting about who's not PC enough and all that stuff. But it's like by Joe Biden is a center right politician and Kamala Harris is a cop. And, and it's like, the, the, you know, Democrats, liberals, leftists, united under that so it's like it's like do you do you think that it's so it's just funny because it's just there it, the a trump party is just going to siphon more votes away from republicans and from libertarians that's all which is be. which is arguably what third party has been doing to the democratic party for quite some time too well that's the thing with libertarians is that it is a fairly there's a lot of very conservative libertarians and there's a lot of liberal libertarian so that is a little different because i do feel like libertarian party honestly if normal americans would become honest with themselves and realize that it doesn't have to be the red red blue sports game that it is mm -hmm. i feel like a vast majority of americans would align most with the libertarian party i, I really agree. do i've said and, that too uh, i feel like that's uh, where most of my friends because they, it's really, it comes down to, yes, I still have some issues with my conservative friends having dangerous philosophy, what I, what I find to be dangerous philosophies. Um, but, uh, we can, re we, we, there is still some of that, but for the most part, it's like with my conservative friends, we have different ideas how the government should spend money. Like, yeah. But we all, what we can all agree on is if I'm not hurting anybody, then leave me alone. Right. Like, so. Yeah. Um, I think what scares me is that you, you kind of thought, soapboxy, sorry. you thought that the crowd was going to like die, not die down, but you thought that the, uh, the loud voices into the megaphones were going to kind of die down if, uh, you know, when Trump finally accepts defeat, right? 
And I don't really feel like they have. I feel like we're going to be in for some pretty crazy shit in oh, yeah. 2024. Uh, oh, they're either going to try is- and get a relative of Trump or somebody who, you know, embodies what he was doing. It, and it, it's never like the second person that comes after someone else that like kind of emulates or embodies what they did. They never do it less. It's always more. So yeah. if we get somebody that's like, you know, that furthers the kind of quiet agenda he pushed, but does it in a more outward manner, dude, it's just, it's going to, I don't know. I am not excited about 2024. Yeah. No, Trumpism, which is, it is what the tea party was, what it became because tea party started as a pushback on government spending under Obama quickly realized that it really didn't have much to do with that and more with the fact of Obama was a black man. Um, And I really feel like Trumpism really just kind of came out of that because Trump was a really big figure in that world with his birther Mm -hmm. stuff at the same time and all that, all that stuff. So this shit's not going away anytime soon. I mean, the, the two, two major like idiot conspiracy theorists are in Congress now. You know, and, yeah. and, and and like it, yeah. That's just not going away anytime soon. I do. I think Trump will run again in twenty twenty four. I think there will be a lot of talk about it, but I do think that I, honestly, we saw a, a lot of evidence of cognitive decline just now. And four mm. years down the road, I think he's going to be so much worse. I think they'll. I think they'll. They'll. Sensible people will want to run Ivanka, and uh, but the but the Trump. Trumpists will want to run Don Jr. I think that's what it's going to be. It's going to be Don Jr. And he's fucking coked up. And uh, and I think even less filtered. Oh, so absolutely less filtered. We're in for a big mess. It's I almost agree. like he's, it's almost like he saw all the attention and he's just like, I can do that. Like, uh, let me, let me do that even more. It's like the mob mentality, right? He sees yeah. what's happening. Uh, Pops is saying this and that. He sees the reactions it's getting. And then mob mentality kind of, uh, you know, kicks in. And he's like, I got that. I can do that. Watch me do that. But watch me do it more unfiltered. And to see people retweeting his shit is almost worse than seeing people retweet Trump. Because at least there's yeah. some type of filter. There's a, it's, it's a little more hidden. Yeah, where where Trump understands that, like, there's no these guys know they're lying. They're they know that. Yeah, I, like like they're not dumb. The, 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 Trump is a the one thing that he was is great at is controlling the Liability. narrative that every controlling the narrative that everybody's talking about that day. Yeah, every you know he gets up in the morning, takes his morning shit. And while he's watching Fox News and blasts out a bunch of incendiary, t- t- or was able to blast out a bunch of incendiary tweets, and that w- that got that, that it was it would ruffle that largely were toothless, but would ruffle the feathers of the mainstream liberals. Uh, yeah, you. Um, I'm sure you heard that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Call of Duty, baby. Uh, but uh, I, got, I got a side story. I got a side story for you here in a minute. I'm gonna we're gonna follow up on why we're getting background chatter in my household. Um, 
I totally lost my train of thought. It's totally fine. That's so funny. That's so funny. What were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about he's good at um, taking a shit and oh. blasting out incendiary tweets. Yeah, yeah. So ruffles the feathers of the of the liberals. He's a troll. And then yeah, and then people who he's agree with them go. Tr- Trump go, oh nine. yeah, you fucking own the libs. Yeah. You know, and uh, but at least Donald Trump was careful enough to to say things in a way that wouldn't directly implicate him. You know what but I mean? That's, that's because of he's been in this position of yeah. of some sort of power basically his whole life, and he's always had to find a way to finesse the system. He's always had to find a way to not be liable for something. He's a businessman. He's a great, you know. He's I don't want to say he's a great businessman. I'm looking for a different word here. He's he's a shrewd businessman. Yeah, he's a shrewd businessman, right? He and he understands legalities of certain things he does so for that reason he understands loopholes and liabilities better than anyone should yeah and that's what he does he plays the game plays the game better than anybody the fact that he the fact that he has slid through life being such a publicly horrible person all the way up to and including being the most powerful man in the world to being on everybody's lips everybody in the united states and most of the world's lips every day for yeah. four years, uh, he got what he wanted, and we're still talking about him here now, almost a week out of office. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like, and uh, I will say though, it the quiet is nice. The well, quiet, speaking of quiet, I'm not nice. getting any quiet in this household. Now I'm about to tell you why. Right? So since we've been recording, okay, let me back up. This all started this morning. I'm eating donuts. <laughs> right? I'm eating donuts at ten in the morning, and I start, I felt like my phone vibrating in my pocket. And like when I have on these giant fucking, uh, like gym shorts, not gym shorts, they're basketball shorts. You, you get the difference. Like they're like, you know, below the knee, they're thick material, like they're basketball shorts. Well, the pockets are loose. And when my phone is in them, I never feel my phone vibrating. It's not against my leg. It's not like when I have on yeah. like my shorts or my pants where it's like against myself so I can feel it. And I perpetually, I don't even know what my ringer sounds like. My shit's on vibrate 100% of life, right? So I'm eating a donut. I'm like, oh, is my phone fucking vibrating? So I look. It's Dave calling me. 10 in the morning. So noon, noon Ohio time. Dave has not been to bed yet, okay? So he had quite the night. He had a, a fantastic night living the rock and roll lifestyle. He's not been in bed. Uh, he's like, you want to hear my, you want to hear the ingredients for my breakfast? And he's like reading the ingredients from a can. It's a fucking like mango seltzer drink from Budweiser. It's like one of the Budweiser seltzers. Oh, so, going hard. Yeah, he, it's noon. It's noon. So, but it's, it's not really noon. It's, you know, probably like the 36th hour, right? Not the, not the fourth hour of the day. It's like the 36th hour of the day. Sure. Uh, so he's going hard. And <laughs> since we've been recording, so I'm in front of my computer. I have Discord up. I see him typing in the Discord chat. I see that he's in a voice and video chat with Kyle. And then periodically I see my phone ringing uh, where he is trying to call me. Um, I sent him a message in Discord and said, hey, man, uh, I, I'm recording the podcast. Or I would have answered just to let him know that I'm not ignoring him. I got his uh, I got his smoke signals. Um He's now called my wife. <laughs> so Amy's on the phone with him. And what what you were talking about was uh, 
he wants me to play Call of Duty. <laughs> and I think Amy was signing my permission slip um, to play Call What's of up? Duty after the podcast. Send him, a, send him a Zoom link, get his drunk ass. <laughs> well, yeah, but that would just be Zoom. I gotta, I'd have to get him all set up on the actual. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Actual thing. Uh, you know, uh, really, really, I don't have to because I could just take his audio from Zoom and just record his or do his track, mix it off of Zoom and mix ours off the other one. I don't know. Maybe we'll do that at the end. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> um, that's really funny, though. Uh, yeah. It's, it, this is like classic Dave. This is classic Dave shit. This is the shit that we used to do together, like when we'd be sloshed at conventions and just be FaceTiming. There were times where we like would FaceTime people and then they would face some people and, so, and like all of a sudden we'd have like this fucking web of FaceTime shit happening uh people all across the world uh oh i uh sold my uh legator really the seven string yeah yeah okay i'm offended i'm offended why i've been telling you i'm trying to get a seven string why why wouldn't why wouldn't I be like first consideration when we when Because it was like, I know what you're fucking looking for. It was a it, dude, we had a whole segment in the like last time we recorded that I was talking about how I really want a seven string. Like that's what I just really want. But I know that I know what you're looking for, and it's not this. It was a fucking guitar with seven strings. Is it that? No, 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 no. No. I you're I no. Like I said, I, I'm getting rid of this thing because I don't love it and i know that you wouldn't love it in the same way it's it, it, so you are you I, telling me you know what's good for me yeah, did I you know just that you want i know that you want an ibanez seven string so just get well, a no, no, but yeah but that's the thing is like i do want that but do i need that like what i need is a guitar with seven strings so. but here's the thing here's what mm-hmm. i was getting this is the second half of my story is i sold this dang thing and i'm waiting because well because the facebook marketplace by the way Fuck what? Fuck that place. Uh, the the payment system it wouldn't recognize my bank account, so it's basically saying we won't give you this money unless you can connect your bank account. Even though Facebook is connected to my PayPal account through all of my pages, like to boost posts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it's not connected to the Facebook Marketplace anyway. So that's stupid. I mean, so, I connected mine in two seconds. I know, I, I, like, but I've heard other people say they've had major problems with their checking account. Hmm. And um, so I, I, you know, I'm doing all that. Finally, he talked to this guy, um, and he's just like really stoked on the guitar. Uh, he specifically has been searching. He almost got a Telecaster style seven string made, custom made, because he's hmm. been looking for it. And he didn't know that that they made this. Oh. So he was like real stoked on it. Um, and so we moved it off off Facebook Marketplace, and he just paid me straight on yeah. paypal but he paid with like an e-check from his business so now that takes like three to five days so that there's fucking you oh, know, is money he, out is there he, is he like a fucking indian prince and you're gonna have to send some money back no no, no 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 <laughs> no uh, you getting scammed no it, no this it's legit and um but but now i can see the money pending there but yeah. i can't do anything until it's released i've talked to a guy who's selling me and I've been a seven string. That was the second half of my story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, it's what I've wanted. It's, it's, and oddly enough, has the same pickups that were in this. Those, what are they? Those John Petrucci 
oh, okay. with, with Fire and Crunch Lab uh, Demarzios. Um, but it's a Ibanez RG7321, you know, classic yeah. Ibanez seven string with the fixed bridge. And he was selling it for 340, which I felt was too much anyway. Um, and I offered him, uh, like 275, I think. And he told me if I drive to Marysville to get it, I've got a deal. So, uh, as soon as I get those funds, man, I'm hitting that guy up and I'm driving. He put it as pending. So. Huh. I'm getting nice. me a, get me a seven, another seven, an actual Ibanez. So, yeah, I uh, tried sorry to pull for it. offending you. No, it's but. fine. It's fine. I I'm used to being an afterthought. Um, so, but you're also the kind of guy who likes to buy brand new, nice. No, shit. the the so. fuck I am not with with gear. Like the only I'm very particular about gear. You're right. When it came to my Kemper, I wanted to buy it new. It's a fucking computer. Like I don't, I didn't want a secondhand computer. You're right. When it comes to like a recording computer, I totally want a secondhand computer. Like, I'm not the person who likes to buy everything new. I'm the person who likes to get a deal. If I get an amazing deal on something used, I feel great. This keyboard that I just bought, I bought it off Facebook Marketplace from a guy in St. Louis. Everything worked great. Okay. I'm sorry. Everything was fantastic. It's maybe it's the people you're dealing with, man. Maybe I just dealt with a really good dude because it was my first payment through Facebook Marketplace. I was actually a little appalled that they charged me tax. Like you know, you spent no, this like guy. A, this guy was a good dude. I've been dealing with a good dude. He's been totally yeah. cool. But it's just, it was just so frustrating that the system wouldn't let me connect my. And I, I was, I, I messaged there, and Facebook has no easy customer service. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have to go deep look for some. There's an email address, basically. Right. And uh, I uh, sent an email basically saying it says like it says there's an error with my bank account. This is my only checking account. I have no, no other account to connect to this. You know, so it's like either let me connect my PayPal or help me out here. Never heard anything. So, so, so how are you dealing with quarantine nowadays? I like for me, this whole Facebook marketplace thing circles back to I'm in this particular space a lot. You know, I play a shit ton of video games here. This is where I work. This is where I record the podcasts. This is where I fuck around with anything, you know, technology related. Yeah. It's, Oh, and you st- you also talked about working from home. I may never get another spot in the office. I learned. I might actually work from home permanently. It's crazy. Yeah. So, like, how are you dealing with just the whole, you know, quarantine, depression, blues? Well, you know, I feel pretty good about it for the most part. And, you know, you know, we, we've been really working on our mental health and just our family in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and so things have been going pretty smooth around here lately and um sierra took took over like with uh with keeping track of school stuff um and Mm -hmm. which takes a huge burden off of me so you know we're sharing uh a little a bit more of the load so we're really getting ahead on life quite a bit more Mm -hmm. so it's weird there's another part of quarantine now that's setting in where it's like there's like yeah, there's big projects we could do. Like we'd go upstairs and paint the hallway or something like that. Mm-hmm. But all of the little, like it's for a head on laundry for a head on dishes. You know, we dusted three times this week. I already vacuumed and mopped the floors. You know, it's like we're ahead on life. So now it's just like, you want to play cards? You know, and like, yeah, or whatever. So like there's like this kind of quarantine boredom setting in, which is nice. Quarantine? Quarantine. More like yeah. Borah, Phil. Um, 
and uh but I will say that this weekend specifically, so Sierra's getting surgery tomorrow on her wrist for a second time. And uh, so she got COVID tested on Thursday or Friday morning. We are negative. She's negative. So I assume I'm negative too. But no uh, roundabout test. So we got a quarantine for the whole weekend. And it's not like we're just like having parties and like hanging out all the Mm -hmm. time, but, and it's actually been a very nice, uh, quiet, relaxing weekend. Very nice. Actually. I've really enjoyed the weekend and it's felt long and nice. Uh, but there's a, so the psychological effect of knowing that I can't go anywhere or hang out or see anybody just knowing that it like just bums me out. There's like, it just, there's like a psychological effect. It's just a drag and it feels just kind of like, ugh sucks can't see anybody even though i don't really want to yeah so it's it's been the opposite for me um in regards to being ahead on stuff i can't seem to make myself do the tasks or the things that i know i should do like i missed putting the trash can out for the first like my i don't want to say for the first time this is the second time i missed it i think like one of the first weeks we moved here i missed it but like tasks like that, or, you know, I really, I know that I need to like mop the floor, but I don't want to. And I'm here all the time. I, it's like, I still have, so I bought a, uh, a video doorbell, you know, it's one of the first things we bought when we moved here. I haven't put that on. It would not be hard. It's, I just need to go out there and do it. It's like fucking 15 minutes of work. We have cameras like, uh, you know, 4k cameras, wireless to put up one in the back, one in the front. Haven't done that. I've got them out. I've set them up. They're in app. They are charged. They're ready to go. I just need to screw two fucking screws into the house. I don't know why I cannot bring myself to do it. It's like there's something mentally. I'm just like defeated mentally with quarantine and not being able to just freely go places. And even though I can freely go places with a mask, it doesn't feel the same. It feels like I'm just here to complete a task real quick i can't well yeah go enjoy a browse sure it, it doesn't help that you have uh drunk friends who've been up for days saying like call of duty with me as soon as you're done doing another thing um <laughs> just I'm, answer it and put them on speakerphone um i no i'm not doing that uh but uh He's calling right now for for the listeners. I was holding the phone, uh, receiving a call. I was holding it up to the camera. No, but but, but I found so Sierra started doing a thing that that her therapist told her to do, and it's not a to do list, but it's a can do list, and uh, and it and it changes your mindset. I like where, that. Where it's it's this is a bunch of t- easy tasks or big tasks. This is a bunch of things that you could do if you're looking for something to do. Right. And therefore it takes the pressure off of this has to get done today. Um, but it also puts the pressure on a little bit where it's like, you could say like, keep momentum up with laundry. You know what I mean? So then yeah. it kind of puts a little pressure on saying, well, if I don't do that one, then I am going to lose that momentum. You know? So, yeah. So I like that. It, it's helped. It's helped a lot. I, uh, it's, it's, I legitimately, I think I'm going to take that. I think I'm going to steal that and try that out this week. I'll let uh, you know you, next week how that goes. Because 
you tend to put off, like you said, you put off these things because in your mind it feels like a hassle. But then when you do it, it's like, wow, that did really just take me 15 minutes. Well, the thing that we try to do with Hayden is it's like it's a requirement that he makes his bed in the morning. I, you know, and this I think came from. Yeah, we talked about this. It's like yeah, it's, it's just, start, it's just getting in a habit the of getting the day. getting little shit done. Check yeah. shit off your list. And like, what's crazy is we don't follow that ourselves. Yeah, it's just something. It's like, and I guess that's the whole like you're trying to put your kids on the right path, even if you know necessarily you weren't or something. Um, but I have been thinking about it more lately, and so I, you know, I've been making a conscious effort to like do some of those things. I, I've even been making the bed like, and I got to be honest, my, my like fucking whole life, I never made my bed. In my mind, I've got the couple like foundational pieces of my, you know, uh, personality that have just never changed. One, I've never really understood going out and eating expensive food when cheap food fills fills me up and like it completes the task. Like I I don't know why I've always had that mindset, but I will say I love going out and getting like nice food and spending a lot of money. But if I go to a nice restaurant and I get something like a – a dish that has like pasta in it. In my mind, I'm sitting there going, dude, this barilla would be 99 cents. I'll make a whole box of this shit. Little things like that. Like I've never been able to move past that. And with beds and making beds, I'm just like, I'm just going to fucking just gonna mess it up again. I mean, who cares? I'm going to midday want to take a nap and jump in that bitch. What am I going to keep making the bed for what? Like who am I bringing people in to show them my made bed? Like what is that doing for me? No, but it's a game changer, man. You do stuff like that and it's just like you feel good and, and it calms your atmosphere. You know, what I, I use mean? the same coffee cup every day. I My coffee cup, when I'm done using it, I rinse it out and set it next to the coffee maker and I take that same cup. And then, you know, periodically my wife steals it and puts it in the goddamn dishwasher and stuff like that. And of course, it's always like right when I'm looking for it. So I'm like, hey. Where's my coffee cup? She's like, I washed it. It was gross. I'm like, I don't care. It was gross. It's gross with coffee. I'm about to put more coffee in it. There's just little things like that that I don't know why. That that, that is just how I feel about them. I and I just always have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Getting another call. I think that this is five. Uh, the fifth call. Fifth call since Text we've been. Be like, bitch. We are fucking. Cad. He knows. He knows we're cadden. Speaking of Discord. I joined Discord, uh, uh, just because uh, Knox started like a gear. Group yeah. Oh, there's yeah, there's several. I asked if he was part of another one. So I joined that, and then I friended all of my kids, all three of my kids. I think I ruined their fucking day, man. Uh, they were like, "Oh <laughs> shit, like, oh dad." <laughs> so that's interesting, um, because when it comes to allowing our kids to do certain things, I feel like I've been a little maybe a little more open than you with letting Hayden do some things like earlier, you know, in life. And we just let him get a discord yesterday. So to me, it sounds like maybe your kids already had discord for a period of time. Uh, Yes. And, and I think part of it was that part of it was just, you know, kind of making sure that I'm keeping up with shit. Yeah. Um, um, But at the same time, it's like the more I understand what discord is it makes a lot of sense to me and and i've noticed like you know like like b will be on it in her room miles will be on it in his room and they'll be on it with their friend from down the street and they're hanging out you know what i mean 
and yeah, like, you can jump in like the voice and, like and video. Yeah, voice and yeah, video. So, so, yeah, so to me, you know, that's what it's being used for, and that's you know, and and I we have an we have a rule in our house that like you know when kids get a device at any given moment, I can take it from them and I can look through it if I want to. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got to get got to get smart with that shit. You got to get some Skynet shit going on in your house. Well, the other thing, you know, and I think we've talked about this, but like you and I are old millennials, you know, yeah. like we are the first we're the first generation of learning how to cover our tracks when it comes to illicit shit online. So it's yeah. like you can't put it past me. Not only that, uh, yeah, you you can't put it past me. You're right. And not only that, I know how to I know how to not allow you know, I, I know how to get the information I'm looking for, whether you think you buried it or not. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I found out that the whole house Wi-Fi thing, and, it, you know, and I feel like an idiot because you've shit all over me multiple times about this <laughs> about on this mesh, podcast. Mesh systems? But, like, you know, we have that thing, the mesh system, the, it's, it's Eero or whatever. Yeah, that's and, a good one. Uh, like, that's the one that WoW provides. Oh, okay. And I'm, I, I downloaded the app and was like dicking around on that. And I was like, holy shit, I can set up profiles that's literally like just Rowan's devices. Yeah. And just shut off direct Wi Fi access to those devices. Yep. So then I looked into it more and I was like, because one issue we do have is, dude, you're, you're supposed to be in class. Why do I keep seeing you close a Discord tab? You know, so that's an mm. issue we're having. So then I was like, man, I wish I could block by website. Yep, by domain. And so I looked into it, and that is a that is a that is a monthly service from Eero that WoW does not support. Oh, <laughs> uh, there, there's tons of third party. I know, I know. So I so I need to I need to look into that more. Um, but I I know that you've told me about this. I know you've told me about the level of control you have in the past. And uh, this is me saying I am sorry for not heeding your advice sooner. It's it's not even that. Like, and cool. I mean, I accept your apology, obviously, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not even that. It's uh, sometimes it takes finding the use case that pertains to you at the right moment yeah. for you to adopt something. And honestly, it took a long time for me uh, to adopt certain things. It wasn't until I found my use case for it that it clicked and i started seeing possibilities of how i can yeah. use this for other things so yeah, I totally it's like get it's it. like it's like because it's 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 it's, it's <laughs> you, hear you got some, you got some background uh, noise now <laughs> miles just stopped down the stairs and i heard sierra go hey daddy's podcast anyway <laughs> uh because the stairs are like literally right right, right above here. you um yeah. but uh what were we talking about? We were just talking about we were just uh talking about how sometimes you gotta find your use case, you know. Oh oh yeah, yeah. And because uh, that's the other thing, it's like we're entering a new a new era of parenting here where it's like, you know, yes, I think it's it's I want to impose limits in general on uh, you know, yeah, I don't want my kids to be staring at the screen all day necessarily, but you know, Roto is twelve, you know, he's 12 and a half he's gonna be 13 here soon you know i this is the time where like i want the limiting to be less on my end and more on his end you know i want yeah, self-regulating to self-regulate and i don't want to say hey you can't have your devices x x time day and stuff like that but at the same time it's like if we are going to be doing school from home 
you know, like I got to like, if it's that distract, if it's, if it's that hard for you mm-hmm. to not open up discord during the day while you're at school, then I, then I need to block it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're at the same, we're doing the same, same yeah. thing. Um, so we haven't talked any music stuff today aside from a little bit of recording stuff. Um, one thing that I saw, I think, you know, the versus battles, those are still going on. I saw that, uh, they're trying to get Freddie Gibbs and Pusha T to do one, which number one, I think that would be one of the best battles period. But Freddie had tweeted that, you know, fuck a versus I do the album. Yeah. I I mean, it's like, yes. Yeah. And I think that when a lot of people, when a lot of people like hear about these verses, I think that's what they actually want. They want they want to see these two artists rapping together, and I, I think that there's a I think there's a big part of it. Look at this, that's that. You know, it's like yeah, I want to see those two rapping together, and and if it's a battle, cool. You know, I'll deal. I'll I'll bet. But yeah, I agree. It it would be, and if it's gonna be like this collab record of the Coke Rap Gods, you know, you got to have a feature feature two from Benny on there. Oh Benny's, yeah, ben, Benny's Benny, on the Coke rap. Jeezy. Rap, I mean, Jeezy's legendary. Jeezy's rap, and, Benny's rapped with both of them. Yep. And uh, so, dude, I, I actually do. I, I feel like Push and Freddie Gibbs styles go really well together. Yeah, they so, really, really do. Because they're not just. And it just not happens just to be like rappers. two of my absolute favorite rappers of all time. Yeah, they're not just trap rappers. Like they, they're wordsmiths with the story like they're they're fucking good they would be that'd be a fantastic collab out uh collab outfit i wish that i wish that that was the announcement that it was already coming but i mean they're also both very talented and honestly they could probably have that shit cranked out in a month so yeah but you know what i one thing that's cool is uh bands in our world are starting to get hip to kind of that um type of marketing that surprise marketing that happens mm-hmm. in hip hop. Oh yeah. Um, you know, where I know it's, it's easier, it's easier for, for hip hop to, you know, like for Kanye West to brag about the fact that like, you know, he uploads it and then actually a few hours later does a new mix and reuploads it, you know, you know, it's cool to think about that kind of like we're in this world now, but since, heavy records are still made so analog or so many are still made so analog you don't see that so much there's a lot more of a drawn out old school yeah marketing process uh but a couple weeks ago uh i saw on twitter um decibel magazine posted uh or no lamb goat or somebody posted somebody posted uh if there's any if this is any indication of new gate creeper coming an announcement coming you know there's an ad on the back of the new decibel magazine or mm-hmm. something like that and i follow chase the singer of gate creeper and he you know he uh i think he actually lives in mesa arizona um but uh he uh like just like posted like a winky emoji or something like that and then like a week later they just they just posted on instagram and twitter it said you know new record uh at midnight damn and it, and it was like eight new songs at midnight they didn't say full length they didn't say ep 
and and it was weird it's just like what was coming they said eight songs you know what is this you know is it b-sides is it is it live yeah. tracks nobody knew and uh and then woke up i woke up the next morning and and looked at it and i looked and it was like seven songs that were between 50 seconds and a minute and 45 seconds okay. and then and then one song that's like 13 minutes long and i was like what and turns out that like it was the whole thing it's like the vinyl like one side is those seven songs and the other side is the last song mm -hmm. but it is it, it is as if it, the record was made for me i mean it's just it's seven songs they brought in a they've taken their normally drawn out mid-tempo death metal and they've shortened it brought in a lot of blast beats a lot of d beats and uh have gone like went like brought in a bunch of like grindcore influence into it and did seven tracks of that it sounds like some of it sounds like trap them you know like even like that with like a death metal edge to it and then the last song is fucking funeral doom i mean it's just like it was like it was made for me yeah and i love it i love it a lot of people are like it doesn't impress me or you know or uh, you know i thought it sounded like a bunch of b-side riffs from their last record i thought i personally thought it was so great and i can't wait to hear more you should listen to it it's hard shit's hard yeah i'll check it out today so ah uh, ah trivial things that bother us ah so i go through the week and things happen and i go oh that's what i'm talking about this week but then i never write them down i don't ever it doesn't have to you don't have to write it down if it's something that takes up a lot of your mental space jeff that's true that's true for me big, big thoughts big thoughts for me it, it, as if as if we weren't setting up for something i put on the board to talk about um it's doctor's appointments oh my god now i am curious because obviously when we put things on the board they're like one-liners they don't shed any insight i i want to know more about this because this may surprise you, but I have no problems here. I, so I want to know specifically what it is that bothers you. What it is that bothers me is is every other area of my life, if I say I'm going to do a thing at a certain time and I don't do it at a certain time, there are consequences for that thing. Except for when it comes to mm. doctors making goddamn appointments. I'm sorry. Like, if I make a, if I, if I schedule a meeting, with my with the owner of my company through his you know assistant because his schedule is so busy and i miss that meeting we have a big problem or if mm -hmm. i'm late to that meeting we have a big problem now don't get me wrong i understand if it's flipped if he can't make it to the meeting it's less of a problem i understand how my analogy just completely fell apart but <clears throat> what i am saying is the reason why I put this on here and I'm so passionate about it is I've, I've, I actually had to take it to a, a, a next level and I had to request a transfer for one of Rowan's doctors because I got oh. so bad. Wow. When, when, you know, we go to a certain place for all of our therapists and psychiatry needs, all of our mental health needs are through one place. Uh, we all, and it, Rowan, myself, Sierra, and we all have two doctors each. Okay. So it's six total doctors. Five of them are, uh, 
a lot of times like I'm late and they're ready to go even for like virtual appointments and stuff like yeah. that. This one specifically, the like last four appointments I've got there and she says, I'm going to, I'm running 15 to 20 minutes late. And then 15 to 20 minutes goes by 30 minutes goes by 40 minutes goes by an hour goes by. Mm. And before the pandemic would schedule appointment, we would go to the office always at least a half an hour late. Always. And you get to the point where it's just like, what am I making? What am I scheduling anything for? Yeah. Like, it, it, do you think that like I can just shift the rest of my afternoon because you shifted 45 minutes? No, fuck that. So like the last time it got to an hour and I, and I, and I just, I just, I, I closed the window and I called and I was just like, I was like, yo, like, I can't wait anymore. Yeah. Like, I have other things to do. I have clients. I have, I have deadlines. Like, if you're going to make an appointment, at least try. Like, I understand, you know, you, especially at like psychiatric care, you might have, you know, somebody's talking and, 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 and you need to, yeah, go you can't just be like, oh, fucking, your time is up. Yeah. Gotta like, go. I understand that. I understand that there's, like, but account for that. Uh, yeah. Don't like, book yourself back to back then. Yeah. Or say, or look and say, oh, you know, the last three times that we met, I was a little late. So maybe next time I'll try to be closer on time. Yeah. You know, like just read the fucking room. Yeah. But I no, told yeah, you that drives me fucking crazy. I told you when we went to try and register our car uh, here in Arizona, it was the same thing. You, they said online, you had to have an appointment. We made an appointment. We made it for 11 a.m. We get there. There's this long line. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck this line is. It's because they're just allowing people in. And I, was, I said, okay, that's cool, but I have an appointment. So do I get to skip them? They're like, no. I'm like, you. I had to. we made an appointment to come stand in this line, and a bunch of people in front of me don't have appointments? I was like, what the fuck is the point of that? Like, why didn't I just come and get in line? Yeah, why didn't I just fucking come get in line? Yeah. Uh, so that was dumb. That's what I'm saying, man. Uh, if, if, trivial, if you're going to schedule an appointment, hold up to your end is all I'm saying. Yeah. If you're going, yeah. And I, we're getting some of that. I got some of that going on at work. Like we have this process where w when there's like new tech going to the field, you have to run it through what's called the garage, which is like special, you know, areas in the field that are set up with additional monitoring and better metrics and stuff like that. So that when you put it out there, you can get a lot of information and really yeah. make sure that the digital product you're putting out is like ready to go and go out to yeah. like a scale of your entire network, right? So they were adamant. We had to put the product through there, had to put it through. Uh, we do that. And then we ask for like the metrics and they had nothing. And I said, what the, wait. So we were forced into this thing because of all this, like you know, we get all these additional metrics and and data and then you guys literally are providing us nothing. Like the only thing we're asking for is like the memory utilization and the browsers. And like, you can't even provide that. So like, why were we forced into this process? If it was for sh nothing, it was for shit. Um, but that's not even my trivial thing. That's just me um, acknowledging yours is also one of mine. I got one more thing to say about it. That, that Do it. what burns me the most, it, it, maybe not the most, obviously, because I didn't think about it the first time. But the fact of the matter is at this place, if I'm a half hour late or miss it once they say, don't let it happen again. I get an email about it twice. I get a hundred dollar charge. So wow. like, 
if you're going to be an hour late to every appointment, but then if I'm an if I'm an hour late twice, I get charged hundred bucks. Where's my hundred bucks? <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. What's your trivial thing? Jesus. Oh, my, my trivial thing is is a phrase that on a root level, I I kind of agree with, but the but the the group and the demographic that's taken the phrase and ran with it, it's made me absolutely hate the phrase, and that's play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> I've used that three times in talking about these dipshits at the Capitol. Yeah. And like on a foundational level, I actually agree. I agree with that. I, I agree with, I don't know where it originates. I don't know in what capacity it originated. So I don't want <clears throat> to say that like, I'm it just means reap what you sow. Yeah. That's it all is. it means is there's consequences for our actions. But now when I hear the phrase, I feel I'm like livid. I'm just, I'm angry when I hear the phrase. It fucking annoys the shit out of me. Some people have words that just trigger things. People don't like the word moist and things like that. None of that shit bothers me. This phrase is starting to fucking bother me. I want to punch faces when I, I hear that. I wonder if it's because not only is the way it's being used right now. Yeah. Specifically this way. But the fact that I think the phrase itself implies a smugness. Yes. You know what I mean? The phrase itself is like, well, too fucking bad. You right. know, like, like that's what the phrase is. And uh, so I think that that's probably, if I were to guess, that's probably part of it is the fact that it is a smug phrase and it's being used in an extra smug way right now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just uh, not not vibing on that phrase lately. And when people say it, like, I'm ready to throw hands. I'm ready for it. Colin. Next time I see one of let's see somebody tweet that, I'm gonna read Don't don't fucking you know what? I'm gonna tag you and I'm gonna go this. No, that 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 reminds me. So I sent you something. Uh I feel why is nobody talking about this whole like Twitter should be canceled thing? Like and they're not responding to the child porn thing. I, I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm not seeing enough people talk about this. Like, so for bro, the listeners, bro, bro, duh. The Democrats are in power, man. Of course, you're not going to hear about any of the stuff on mainstream media, man, because it goes against our narrative, man. You said hillbilly rhetoric in stoner voice, like stoner. Uh, like love everyone straw hat type shit. It was, it confused me. It fucked my brain up just now by saying it. Yeah. Um, see, I can't even talk. I can't even talk right now. Cause you like confused my brain with your, the way you delivered. Uh, no, the point the I'm making, the point I was making is that we're seeing the exact same thing that we all already, that we all yelled at the last four years that they all yelled at the last eight years that we all yelled at the eight years before that is, is uh no uh you can't do that only we can but like, but that's not even it so this particular story got me because it was uh it was explicit photos of a minor when they were mm -hmm. like 13 or 14 right i i think performing like a sexual act or something the person in question is still a minor so it's there's no disputing the fact that and it's them saying yes those are that's my photos like why are you yeah. not taking this down and twitter's reply was the worst part 
they were like, this doesn't break our community guidelines. And I'm hoping that this is some kind of like AI bot or something that was answering, yeah. you know, answering some kind of email, doing an, doing an AI bot analysis of a photo and finding nothing wrong, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm hoping that's the case, but it concerns me that it's getting some traction on national news now. And I've still not seen anything that was like a story, a follow-up that says like, hey, we fucking fucked up and like we took this shit down or, you know, whatever. Like, concerns me. Yeah. A makes lot me of not want to use Twitter. A lot of things that Twitter does concern me. I think that the world is better. I think the world is better off with Donald Trump not being on Twitter. But at the same time, I think it sets a really dangerous precedent about what a company could or should do. I don't think it's for, I don't think it's a first amendment issue. Yes. Uh, I, I, I will argue straight against that. Do, but do I think it, I, do I think it sets an ethical, an unethical precedent? Yes. Yeah. I agree with him being banned. Some of the yes. other people that are just catching bans for what I don't yes. really believe they've done anything wrong, you know, people reporting on the news or having yep. opinions on things like that's, I have a problem with that. Um, his went way deeper than that. And I, if you don't understand that, like I don't have the time to even try to explain it. Oh yeah. That's uh, I'm saying like the world, like that's the other thing is like the same thing with parlor losing their Amazon web services uh, host. It's like, well, that, you know, they, instead of bitching about it, like they all are acting, Oh, poor me. So persecuted for one, the world's better off without it because what a, what a shit heap of scum. I, I went on there and it, I, we talked about this. It was gross. Right. Um, but also it's like, in, if you, instead of doing your little, we're so persecuted narrative, uh, you, if you'd have as big of a fan base as you say you do start a fucking GoFundMe and build your own fucking server farm and get yourself just as popular. Yeah. The American fucking dream. Good but job, no, Colin. It's about crying. I agree with you there. The most snowflakey bullshit. That fired up now. I did. Why the fuck? Did, we should have started with this shit and and had yeah. you firecracker Colin, you know the the whole pod. Um, but I'm instead, go and start, I'm just gonna go upstairs and start yelling at the kids or something. <laughs> All right, that's episode 70. I'm going to hit the stop recording button. button by budding. Budding. Uh, I'm going to hit the stop recording button, but I might hit record again. And I don't know. Let's see if we can get a little all I know is I gotta. All I know is I got to pee my pants. I'm about to pee my pants. Oh, my God. All right. Well, then I'm not going to do it, but I'm going to. No, 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 no. Give me a minute. Okay, Stop you come me. back, and then we're going to see if we can get Dave on, and we'll see what that content is like, and that determines whether I post it or not. But episode 70 is done. Peace in the books. See ya. See ya.